0: Stories, big guess the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Brinkenridge, weekdays twelve thirty to three seven seventy CHQR. You know, through the uh, economic uncertainty that continues to, to plague Calgary and Alberta, uh, there have been some interesting success stories in the beer industry, we continue to see growth when it comes to uh, craft brewing number of new breweries uh, opening through 2018 in Calgary, uh, which is exciting to see. Uh, through it all, though, there is still the the evolution for not just these individual businesses, but for the industry itself, and the regulator that oversees it, Alberta gaming, liquor and cannabis, the AGLC. I, I, you know certainly the AGLC uh, has a mandate, uh, I, I think, to to foster growth in the industry. And certainly there have been steps taken uh, aimed at doing so. Unfortunately, though, there is, I think, some unintended consequences from how the AGLC operates. And and hopefully those can be addressed because we don't want to inadvertently be putting barriers in place uh, for some of these startups. So an interesting story involves Revival Brewcade, one of the new startups in Calgary, a pretty interesting concept. Uh, They are in Inglewood. Uh, they're a brewery, they're uh, an eatery, and they're an arcade, which is pretty cool. In fact, maybe Canada's first craft brewery arcade, at least according to uh, co-owner uh, James Dobbin, uh, who joins us uh, on the line. Uh, James, great to have you with us. Here, welcome to the program. Hello. Yeah. So RevivalBrewCade.com. dot uh, com. When did you guys uh, open your doors up, James?
1: We opened in August uh, of twenty eighteen.
0: Before we get into to some of these issues here with the AGLC and, and the warehouse, but let's just talk about the, the concept here. It's, it's a brewery. It's an arcade. Where, where did the idea for this come from?
1: Hi, Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's mostly a brewery. Our idea is to produce small batch craft beer here at the, in the basement of our brewery um, or in the basement of our arcade. So, yeah, the concept came from just traveling. Uh, I was traveling around a lot around the U.S., and, um, I was traveling around the U.S. a lot, went to Chicago, went to a couple different arcades that sold, uh, beer, and, um, yeah, I just kind of got inspired by it, and, uh, me and my business partner, Jamie Archibald, who's our head brewer here, we sat down and talked about it. We thought the idea of combining both local beer and retro video games would be a great concept and new to, uh, actually the country as a whole, so we went with it back in, uh, late 2017 it took us until about the end of August to get open
0: yeah so you've been open since then but it's still a a work in progress so you're not yet you're not yet brewing (laughs) on site
1: yeah we had a couple a couple snags um mostly getting the tanks into the basement uh we the tanks were a bit oversized for for the space so we actually had to fit them down our existing stairwell um because, you know, expanding it would have cost us a significant amount of money, um, and our budget was already overrun with certain um, things like our HVAC. We had to add a lot more to the space than we thought we were going to originally. So, um, yeah, we, we ended up getting the tanks down there, and we're actually ready. We should be starting production hopefully at the end of this week.
0: Oh, really? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, which uh, is very
0: exciting. So in the meantime, and, and this is neat to see, I mean, it speaks to what a family, I think, the craft brewing industry is in, in this city and in this province. So uh, you've been actually brewing your beer at a at a different local brewery.
1: Yeah, correct. We've been brewing at Red Bison. We've we've gone through a few different uh, places. We were brewing at um, Boiling Ore in the southeast. Um, and then we started brewing at Red Bison here probably late in the fall.
0: All right, so people might think, okay, there you go, no problem. You brew the beer there. You just you bring it over to your place, no problem. But that's not how it works in Alberta. So what's the reality for an upstart small brewer that has to brew at a separate facility?
1: So currently, if you're contract brewing in Alberta, which I understand, you know, the AGLC does not want um, that to be a long-term solution, but it's typically a, a temporary solution, which has helped us significantly to allow us to have our own beer on tap, um, we, we, we take that beer, we, we produce it, we you know, go through the whole process, we keg it. Then uh, we actually have to um, call Liquor Connect, which is the main, distributor, dis- the main and only distributor of uh, alcohol in the province. Uh, we have to uh, send that beer on a truck from a third-party shipping company to Edmonton, well, St. Albert. Mm-hmm. Um, they then receive it, uh, assign it a SKU, And then uh, sits there, and then we order it back through their website to Revival, and uh, we have a one-day window where we can do the order. thing. it closes at two thirty. We then have to pay pay the invoice for our beer, (laughs) and then uh, the following day, uh, Mullen Trucking will will deliver the beer.
0: Who pays for the trucking? We do. We pay
1: for storage. We pay for trucking. We pay for a bunch of things. I'm actually looking at a Liquor Connect uh, invoice in front of me right now that just came in the mail, and there's a bunch of charges. Uh, There's some ones that are, like, I assume the uh, thing means undefined. I don't really know what that is, $4.32. Not exactly sure what that's all about. Um, But, yeah, they charge us storage for having it sit there, even though it's mandated. Uh, There is shipping charges, which vary. Um, the assignment of a skew. If you ha- if you create a new beer, every time you create a new beer, there's a seventy dollar charge to that. Uh, there's there's a few charges. So wow. we end up usually taking home about seventy five percent of what uh, we typically would on the wholesale beer. If we were if we were just selling it back to ourselves, like you can once you actually start producing on site.
0: Yeah, because if you're producing it on site, obviously it doesn't have to go through through Saint Albert. Yeah. You brew it on site. You sell it on site.
1: Correct. Yeah. You you still have to pay, you know, most people, what happens is you write a check to, like, if you're selling the beer, you, you write a check to AGLC, and you still pay the AGLC, and then they pay you back minus the taxes, um, which is fine. That, 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 that's no big deal. They do have to control. I understand that they have to control, you know, and make sure that they get the tax money. Um, so I, I, I do get that, and, uh, but it doesn't cost us anything extra to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of red tape, it's a little bit of a hassle, right. but it's you right. know, it's small potatoes compared to, to to this. Yeah. Um, now what, what have you been told by AGLC about why it has to be this way?
1: Uh, it's, I never really get an explanation and I think, you know, a lot of the guys from AGLC are really great. Uh, I'm gonna I wanna preface that, we've had sure. very positive experiences with the inspectors and everybody that works in that organization. Um, I, I still think a lot of them are don't really get it either. They don't really understand it. Um, I think it's just an existing. Uh, it's been going like that for a long time, and no one's really questioned it. Um, but it's it's as as you know, my background is in accounting, and you know, finances are big for a small startup. Cash flow is huge for a small startup. For any business and I think this is one of the first things I started questioning when we started getting into this and you know contract brewing like why are we paying these fees for something that we're manufacturing ourselves Um, and if we're forced to ship it because they need us to do that why do we have to pay the shipping costs Um, and as well you know the carbon footprint uh, as well that that's that's a huge thing like I don't understand why we are shipping 600 kilometers round trip yeah for something uh, for beer
0: right I, I mean i if it's about the aglc you know trying to encourage uh you know brewers to brew on site i i, I get that i mean there's kind of a vested interest for everyone uh Absolutely. if it can be that way but as you say I, mean, I think for a lot of upstarts it's it's a process it's an evolution and it, it doesn't really totally. seem to make sense then to to be forcing upstarts companies that are hoping to grow and expand to have to to swallow all of these unnecessary costs so that that's what seems so strange about
1: it yeah. And there's a lot of, a lot of my friends are in the industry of, I mean, this industry is very tight. Um, definitely one of the tightest industries I've ever been a part of. Um, and, you know, the thing that I, I see from a lot of the guys, they're trying, what they're trying to do as opposed to going and taking that million dollar loan from a bank or a half a million dollar loan, they're trying to grow their cash flow so that they can buy their tanks through contract brain. Um, which makes sense, right? It's a, it's a great way to do it without going into a huge amount of debt. But if, if... Yeah, Liquor Connect is eating 25% of that, and the margins are already thin on beer when you're selling it. You know, you're selling it to a to a bar or a restaurant. It's already a thin margin of industry, so it's, it's just really eating out. It almost makes it almost makes it impossible um, to 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 get into that position. We're lucky because we have this Class A, and we're able to do that. We're we're already able to sell directly to consumers, so it's kind of put us in a bit. We're not in the worst condition, but Still, it still makes it tough.
0: Yeah, it would. So you, you think it's feasible then that uh, you just be treated as, as though you were brewing it on site? You ship it over from Red Bison to, to your facility, and, and, and that's all that, yeah, that needs to happen?
1: Exactly. Or we pay, you know, we pay the AGLC directly for our beer just like we would. Right. Like uh, if we were buying from one of our neighbors, we write them a check to the AGLC. They deposit that in the AGLC's account. Uh, I think it would make sense. Um, if we could do the same. Like, even if we we're buying it from Red Bison, we, we we pay Red Bison for our beer, and the beer comes right to us as opposed to shipping it 600 mi- uh, kilometers round trip.
0: Yeah. Well, it's hoping to get that normal. sorted out because you're not alone. There, there's, uh, I think, a couple dozen contract brewers right now in Alberta.
1: I think there's, like, 22.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, you still have to deal with Liquor Connect once you're done this as well. If you want to distribute your... You know, you can, you can self-distribute kegs, uh in alberta but if if you want to sell outside of your city so if somebody from edmonton wants to sell to calgary you know being away from shipping it across or driving it to edmonton or driving it to calgary or driving it to fort mcmurray you have one you know company that you have to go through and that's liquor connect there should be multiple or at least another option that's yeah. You know, it's a monopoly right now.
0: Well, it is. And I guess even if they had a Calgary warehouse, that, that, that would be different too, right?
1: Yeah, and I think their argument is that it's too, you know, they've looked into it and that it's, it's, it doesn't make sense for them uh, financially, but I, I'm not exactly sure.
0: All right, well, we've reached out to AGLC to get a, a further comment or explanation, so we'll see. But uh, hopefully, hopefully this will change. Uh, in the meantime, RevivalBrewcade.com. James, uh, all the best uh, to you guys. Uh, hopefully you get past this and uh, continued success to you. Yeah, thank you so much. Come try your beer sometime. <laughs> Shall indeed. Thanks, James. Uh, there you go, James Dobbin. He is uh, co-owner of Revival Brewcade in Inglewood, uh, one of the new breweries, uh, many new breweries that launched in Calgary last year. Uh, So they're relying on some friends in the uh, local industry right now, brew their beer there. Again, ideally, you just bring it over to your place. No, instead, you got to pay to put it on a truck, ship it up to St. Albert. It sits in the warehouse there. You basically buy it back. Then it gets shipped all the way back to you. Doesn't make sense. All right, 403-974-8255-974-TALK. As mentioned, we've reached out to AGLC to talk a bit about why it has to be this way. Or how maybe this this policy could be changed to to help alleviate the cost. Essentially, that's what it comes down to. is a small business trying to start out, and because of government policy and red tape, uh, they're having to swallow additional costs that don't really make sense. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 12.30 on News Talk 770 Calgary.